All right, welcome to the Bobbycast, episode number 28. With Lauren L. from Sounds Like Nashville, there's no reason to be nervous. And you know what? I, there's a super, you're in a super comfortable chair, so just sit back. No, no, no need to be nervous. Terrifying. Why? why Out of my realm. Why is it so terrifying to you? I'm the one that sits behind the computer. And Which is why I wanted you in. Because I think this is a great dynamic. Because since it's a podcast, it's not a radio show. We can do whatever we want. I know. It I'm matter. excited to be here. I am. And we tried to... Oddly, you've been the hardest person to get on. <laughs> and we've tried... Everybody wants to be on this. Like, we have big stars and we're like, we can't have you on yet because we don't want to set that expectation. Mm-hmm. And we've tried to get you on. It's like, nah, I can't. I can't. I can't. Work calls, Dang, man. Beyonce. I know. Yeah. Work calls. So Lauren's <laughs> from Sounds Like Nashville, which is one of my favorite blogs. Uh, SoundsLikeNashville.com or Sounds Like Nashville on all the socials. So before we start here, we're going to talk about year-end stuff. Let me re- talk about this and talk about 100 Flowers. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. My favorite. It's hard to find a person that doesn't totally love the holiday spirit, and everybody's in the season of, free, of giving and forgiving, hopefully. Uh, the best way to ring in the holidays is by sending flowers to your loved ones, a beautiful, vibrant bouquet from 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers. When I, before I was going to read this, she, was, she thought she was going to have to read it. Yeah. We don't make our guests read the commercials, Lauren. There you <laughs> Thank go. goodness. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you, 1-800-Flowers has a vast selection of elegant roses, lilies, daisies, and the bar, best part is twenty nine ninety nine is where they start. 1-800-Flowers Seasonal Bouquet. And to get the beautiful and vibrant bouquet starting at just $29.99, go to 1-800-Flowers.com on your desktop or mobile device. Click the radio icon and enter BONES. 1-800-Flowers.com. Enter BONES in the code there. So we're going to kind of talk about year and stuff, but do you want to hear a couple things that just happened? Like, not scoops, but things before anybody else hears them? I'd love to. Okay. So first of all, I've never played as a bluebird. I've been lucky enough to play. I've never been. I, right? Mm-hmm. It's so small. It's so small. It's so hard to get into. Yeah, even like for me, it's like uh, people, friends are like, I have to go wait an hour and a half. And mm-hmm. so, like, oh, I go to bed at 7 30, 8 o'clock. <laughs> so, me, Eric Pasley, Lindsay L., and a couple other friends are going to play a charity show on the 5th of January at the Bluebird, which I'm pretty excited about. Except I'd rather not sing, I just like to go watch. But part of the deal was I have to play songs too, which is fine because it's for a good cause. But um, yeah, Eric Pasley, I, I was only going to do it if Eric was going to do it because mm-hmm. my bud. So he just told me he was in. So we're going to play the Bluebird on the 5th. And then we have our million dollar show at the Ryman on the 9th. Is that the date of the 9th? It's a Monday. Regardless, um, we've just finished our surprise list of guests that come out. Well, could you already have a better lineup? Like, Yeah. It's going to get better. It, it, it's just different. It's pretty killer. Because we have, on this year's show for St. Jude, it's Sam Hunt mm-hmm. and Rascal Flats and Caitlin Smith and the band Perry. I don't want to say anybody that hasn't been announced. Mike, has anybody else been announced yet of that group? Do you uh, know? Double check and make sure. But be a, there are a lot of guests we're not announcing and they come out of surprises. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good. Do you like Caitlin Smith? I love Caitlin Smith. She's wonderful. She's Right? Mm-hmm. She was one of our first Bobbycasts mm-hmm. months ago. Brought her on the show, and she, I think for me, I think she's been the, that new artist that I've had in that I've kind of watched see blow up as an artist mm-hmm. this year. When she came in, Starfire had just come out, and it was only out digitally. Because mm-hmm. you don't really put EPs out unless they're, um, you, you don't put EPs out hard. Wait, doesn't it sound right? <laughs> you don't put a, like five or six songs out as a, as a hard CD. Mm-hmm. You, have, you wait till the full record. And so anyway, Starfire came out and I was like, you have to come play our show. I didn't even know a thing about her. 
I just thought the record was so good the day it came out because my friend Lucy Silva's, you know, you know Lucy mm-hmm. too, also fantastic. And she was like, this Caitlyn record is so good. And so I was like, Caitlyn, come play the show, not knowing how good she was going to be. And she's fantastic, blew me away. And so we took her on the road with us and did some shows and we put her on the million dollar show. And now it's like finally everybody's knowing her. So that's cool for me. Um, oh, here's another little scoop. You want so Walker Hayes put out a song today, a new one. Have you heard this? I haven't heard it yet. Do, do you like Walker stuff? I am not super familiar. Oh, no you're missing him. out on. The, I know. Oh, I he, gotta get on the Walker train. Well, I don't know. I don't know where the Walker train is. I know that I I loved him so much. I'm going. I've heard a lot of really great things about him. As a person, I don't know him that well, mm-hmm. but I love his two EPs that he's put out. And so I invited him to come open up for my stand-up tour, which I'm doing January through May. And so he's coming, and he's doing every show, and he's opening up. And he had an, an addiction problem, and he writes about it in his music. And he put out this song today called Pain, and here's the hook of Pain. I didn't know pain. Nah. I feel so good. I feel so grand all the time. The whole thing of this song is the whole song is about it's crazy because this of all the things that happened to me this is one of the craziest things it's the whole song is about him hearing me play his song on the radio like out of nowhere and it starts like this may 23rd 2016 seven something in the morning i was driving when a dream come true came through my honda factory speakers and on me bobby bones played a song that i wrote about a lonely beer in the fridge one of my dark ones What you hear is how it felt From the broken of my heart One's about addiction Love, loss, and recovery Trust me Only wrote it Because I had to get it out of me Not for Nashville Not for radio For nobody but me And maybe that trouble Soul press and rewind Wrestling demons like mine Looking for company in this design It doesn't really feel so grand All the time Dang, I didn't know So it's like, holy crap I didn't know it was coming And this is a really personal song so grand I'll play a little more of it I had no, I was just listening. I was like, oh, Walker's got a new song out. And I was like, wait, did he send this just to me? I had to look at my email to see if he just sent it to me. <laughs> no, it was his new song. This is Pain from Walker Hayes. So all that to say, I was like, no freaking way. When it came on station number one in my presets that day, did the math on my fingers, counted six and a half months since I was going to work hungover and coming home drunk. It wasn't that many crack of dawns back. I was sweating straight jack, stocking produce to put shoes on my kids' feet, sleep working through the tired warehouse dreaming with my good buddy Mike over all the fork lifts beeping like. And the whole song's about his battle with addiction and his kids, and it's, it's, right, it's deep, right, Mike? Crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy song. Me and, uh, I should say, Dan and I, Dan of Dan and Shay and I are both huge Walker fans. And so we both grabbed him and took him out because he's out with Dan and Shay right now mm-hmm. opening. And then he's going to leave and come with us. But anyway, I digress. Those are the two things that have happened today. Excellent scoop. Thank you. And you just missed a spray tan party. Oh, we just had a, a spray tan booth in here. And she comes to my house and everybody comes. Like Morgan was here. And I, I'm doing the uh, Dolly Telethon tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm hosting some segments with Dolly. And Poor guy. I, I know, right? <laughs> I have to go up there twice, though. Once at three and once at eight. Dolly's very demanding. She's, she sounds like it. Very demanding. So I have to get tan just for it. And mm-hmm. I want to keep it real, so I asked for a farmer spray tan. I gotta, <laughs> you know, I got to keep my roots right. All right, so Lauren's here from Sounds Like Nashville. All right, so you made notes. I'm curious to know what your notes say over there. 
I took a lot of notes because well, I didn't want to forget I just anything told Mike, this I, year. I told Mike, hey, just tell her like we're going to talk about some year-end stuff. Like if I were to say – because I know you guys made a list of like your favorite albums of the year. Mm-hmm. Is that your list or is that like a collective list It sounds like Nashville? That's one of our freelancers who made that list. Oh, so it's not you. Mm-mm. Perfect. So Babe, what, what's your favorite record in 20 – what, what year is this? 2016? 2016. Jeez, man. That's crazy. 2016, Lauren. I can't pick a favorite because there were so many good ones this year. Oh, you don't be one of those people, Lauren. Come I on. To, okay, give me give me okay. your favorite few. Keith, Ripcord. Okay, look. That's, that's one of the records I that I have up there. I know. A vinyl record I've, framed. He can he can do no wrong in my eyes, honestly. I just love him. Favorite song off Ripcord? <clears throat> Blue. It was mine, too, mm-hmm. until it came out as a single. And then when it, I heard it the first time, I was like, this is a repeat. And then it feels posery to say it once it's a radio song. Do you ever feel that way? A little bit, yeah. It's like bit. if someone says, I say, what's your favorite John Mayer song? And they say, well, your body's Wonderland. I'm like, oh, you're not a real John Mayer fan. So it's almost like you have to go obscure. Mm-hmm. So, but that was my favorite song, too, and I told him. Yeah. Like, I was like, Blue Ain't Your Color is my favorite song on the yeah. record. The Fighter, too. Yeah, that's It's a, a little different out there, but it's one of my favorites. And that's two. him and Carrie. Mm-hmm. And you wonder when that's going to be a single. Because it's almost like you don't put something with two major mm-hmm. artists on a record yeah. if you're not going to make it a single. I hoping, I'm hoping that once Storyteller starts dying down for her, they'll pick it up and they'll, they'll bust it out there. Because they won't put out two singles. Rarely do they put out two singles if an artist is doing a duet while they're doing their own single climbing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you hope that's the plan. When Carrie's record, when they're starting to pull back on it mm-hmm. as they're making their new one – that Keith, it's the same thing with Kelsey and the Aldine song. Mm-hmm. Is that I? My thought is that after Barstool, they're going to put out the Aldine Kelsey song because yeah. Kelsey will be done with her record and working on a new one. Mm-hmm. But okay, Keith, you have Ripcord there. Yep. What else do you have on your list? Oh man, Brothers Osborne, obsessed the entire thing. How cool! First of all, just uh, full disclosure, I'm friends with those guys. Mm-hmm. So as I say nice things about them, it's because I like them as humans and they're tremendous musicians. But how cool is it that? They're cutting through right now. I, I'm so excited. I've been rooting for them for the last couple of years. And when they got that CMA, we were all typing in the back room and just freaked out. Everybody. Stop everything. Everybody was freaking and uh-huh. surprised. And they're such rock stars. They played on top of their bus over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Who does that? You know what? Because those guys, like, they're the real deal musically. Mm-hmm. A lot of artists will polish themselves a little here, a little music here. And they've got the whole package. It's almost like Brothers Osborne doesn't care about a package. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't care about a package. We're just going to do the best music we can do. And if you don't like our package, screw off. Mm-hmm. And when that works, it hits so hard. Yeah. So what do you like about those guys? I just, I mean, I like that they try not to fit into the box. I like that they're just genuine who they are, no matter what. And 21 Summer was actually my favorite off the album. And then, of course, it became, became a single. So I was excited to hear that one out there and people getting like a different taste of what Nashville's making. You know what sucked about that song was it wasn't the right song for radio programmers mm-hmm. to play. It wasn't mm-hmm. a good radio song. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean I, I didn't like it because I did like it a lot. But I, I knew when they put it out because everybody has an old school mentality. Not everybody. Yeah. A lot of people have an old school mentality mm-hmm. of what works and what doesn't. But it ain't my fault. I hope is their new single. It is yes. going to be their new single. I'm almost positive at this point. That song is the jam, mm-hmm. and it's, it's so, so different, life. but so in your face and up tempo and great. So you have Brothers Osborne, mm-hmm. and, uh, and you have Keith Urban. What else do you have on your list? Brett Young, his EP wasn't full length. Album. Oh, you're cheating! You're going EP. I did. Uh, I cheated, but I listened to it so many times, so I have to put that on there. 
That was a great one. That guy, he kind of irritates me because, and I've known him from the, from a long time ago. He's mm-hmm. so tall and good looking and athletic and is a good singer. It's just like, come on, dude, give me something. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. We did a, Brett and I did a charity show together. I was doing a stand-up show in Austin, and he didn't have a single out, and he was opening the show. And I was like, oh, I hope you don't make it. You're way too good-looking and too good of a singer, and this all sucks. And, of course, he did. And I said that kidding because we had him out in Boston. He played with us in Boston. He's a good, I, I like that guy, too. Yeah. He's a well, good dude. I've seen him a couple times at festivals throughout the summer, and he's always drawn one of the biggest crowds on like the B stage. He's always had a ton of people out there. Probably girls. Probably throwing their panties at him. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but probably a lot more girls. That guy, that Brett Young guy. All these Bretts are so dreamy. (laughs) So many Bretts. I wish my name name was Brett. That'd be dreamier, Mike. What do you think about that? Brett Bowen. I'll change it up. So, okay, there's three or more. Uh, High Valley just came out. How about those guys? Obsessed with them. They're just the nicest guys. I wasn't until today. Uh The German Backstreet Boys. I had no idea. (laughs) These two guys from High Valley, mm-hmm. because this week I wanted to take um, – and depending on when you hear this, people listen to these weeks after. But this week on my show, we're doing not just a new artist thing, but like way new artists. And High Valley is the most tenured of all the new artists. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time they've had a song inside the top 30. But the rest of the artists that I'm bringing on, some of them don't have record deals. I just like to go out and watch writers around mm-hmm. sometimes and pull people in. Which I love that you do that. It's amazing, giving them like a whole new platform to be able to do that. And hopefully they, you know, they're able to use it. Mm-hmm. And some of them I haven't met. I had never met High Valley. But I love that song. And I thought it sounded way – when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is Mumford & Sons country. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought immediately. I was like mm-hmm. – you know, or Philip Phillips. I thought, man. But once they came in and told their story, I was like, okay, this is just them. Mm-hmm. They're not trying – because they're Mennonites yep. who live so far north in Canada – they never had cable. They never had a radio station. They didn't know who Prince or Michael Jackson they were. Didn't know who, nothing. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I convinced them that Akon, the guy who does Smack That, is the biggest seller in U.S. history. And they were like, <laughs> oh, I've heard of that song. But they came in. They were such nice guys. And they performed I Fly Away. And they're, they're so bluegrassy. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to play bluegrass, you have to have a, a lot of skill if you're going to do it publicly. And they played it. And they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play some of that here. This is uh, and you like they have a whole record. They have a whole record. Just came out. Shows you what I know. I just know I was obsessed with them, and they're both really good looking. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on. I know, right? But they're brothers. So uh, dear life and memory making are two of my favorites from the record. This is their single right now, "Make You Mine." You were made to shine under southern stars, pure as a mountain rain. You're the love song pouring out of this guitar. Sweeter than sugar Really, I just thought until they came in that that was kind of a knockoff of Mumford. Mm-hmm. I don't anymore. That's just what their music was and is. Mm-hmm. Until I saw it with my own eyes, I was like, oh, this is for real. Mumford's kind of put together. Yeah. But this is for real. Which one did you like? Dear Life? Uh, Dear Life and Memory Making. Yeah, I'm totally into these guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm into their music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Dear Life, I hope you know. I've loved you every mile down this road Had my share hits and misses Trying to keep between the ditches, dear life I think you got me on to High Valley over here. You convinced me. Dear life, what's your plan? That's pretty good. I love the story behind that song, too, because Brad said that his wife came home one day and their kids are growing up so fast, and she's like, I feel like we're just hanging on for dear life, trying to keep up with these kids. And he's like, oh, there's a song there. 
And when you get more into the chorus, he says, like, they used your life in a couple different ways in the song. And that's one of them. So, High Valley, me not knowing much about them, they've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. So, how long have you been in Nashville? I've only been in Nashville since August of 2015. Oh, so you're still a newbie, huh? Mm-hmm. How did you become such a, like, factor in the Nashville community so quick? Well, I mean, I have been working with my editor, Lauren Black, um, way before We Are Sounds Like Nashville. She had a site called Country Music is Love, and I started writing with her a few years ago. And we did it from our couches at home. And, and you, you weren't living in Nashville? I, wasn't, I was working in, I was living in Tampa, had a regular job during the day. I'd go home after the job, and I'd write about country music at night. And we'd have the site running, and... Eventually, um, would you come up here and watch shows and stuff or I came, I came up three, a couple, like two or three times a year. I would come for CRS, CMA Fest, and sometimes the CMAs. Did you ever see High Valley before this record? Were you part of that? Because some people are like, oh, I remember High Valley. You know, they, they were around, but I feel like I had seen them when they were a trio because their brother, their brother, they had another brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know what happened to him? He didn't want to be on the road away from his family. Okay, so he, he didn't die or anything. Mm, no. I, dude, I was no. going to ask him about that today, and I was no. like, oh, if he died, I just don't want to get into that. No. He's he's back in Canada um, with his wife and kids. and I'm going to learn all about these guys in the next, like, two oh, days. I'll teach I'm, you. I'm obs- <laughs> yeah, like, I've become obsessed. And when they left, I was like, this is the craziest thing. Yeah, they've had the just the craziest life. They were telling us, because um, we're featuring them for our introducing artists, and they were they were telling us um, that they grew up like loving Mexican food in the middle of Canada because both of their parents are from Mexico. And they got kicked out. And I was out. like, what? <laughs> yeah, their parents got kicked out of Mexico. It's crazy. They're, uh, the, the one that doesn't have a beard texts me. What's his name? Brad. Brad. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, this is surreal, trending number one in all genres. You are a good man. I like it how I'm a good man whenever I do something for somebody else. It's like, you are a good dude for making us the number one trender. But They're just so gracious. I love them. For me, it's here's the trending things right now on iTunes. High Valley, The Walking Dead Season 7. Oh, do you watch Walking Dead? I don't. Oh. I know. We need to have a talk. I know. That's a whole different Bobby cast. Smashing <laughs> Pumpkins. Are they doing something, Mike? Do you know? I don't know. They all die or something? No. No? <laughs> I always feel like when people are trending, they're dead. <laughs> I do, like too. That. It doesn't matter who it is. I'm like. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I, I know. It's like, oh, Ariana Grande's trending. Did she die? Or Anytime what, I or see Betty White lick? trending, I have a heart attack. Who? Betty White. Oh, yeah. If I see her trending, Hugh like, Hefner, it's usually her birthday. There was a Hugh Hefner death scare. Uh Seven Nation Army's trending Mariah Carey, probably because of, oh, I don't want a lot for Christmas. That's just that, that right now. Okay, hi, Bella. Anything else on your album list that you oh have? God, there's so many. I know, but you can't. You, you ha- Here's my, I'm going to give you my, my problem overall mm-hmm. with blogs and Nashville pe- things that write, <laughs> is that there's never anything critical that comes out. Even Rolling Stone gives things two stars sometimes. Yeah. And ever. When everything's good, it makes nothing great. I know. Does that make sense to yes, you? Yes, it does. And I'm the lone voice that's the dick <laughs> because I'm the one going, you know what? This isn't that good. And so everybody's like, oh, he's the troublemaker. No, I'm just giving what I feel like my honest thing. I don't mm-hmm. – there are times when my friends have music I don't like that much. And so I don't say it's that good. I don't, I'm just like, quiet. I got nothing to say. Got nothing to say about this song. Uh, never heard it. Yeah, Didn't listen to it. But do you feel that that's an issue inside of Nashville? I think it can be. I mean, but you want to be as positive as possible. But, but when you're a critic, I know you're supposed to be critical. I know. Like, give me one that sucked. I'm just oh, kidding. No. I would never make you do that. I would never make you do that. I would, 
I wonder what album I listened to and was underwhelmed by. I don't even think I know because I just wouldn't listen to it anymore. Underwhelmed. Hmm. I think about that for the next one, Mike. Whenever she's not here, when I can just go at it into people. Okay. Uh, give me one more record that you really loved. Because you've got me. I'm going to listen to this High Valley record now because of that. David Nail was one. David Nail and Chris Young. David Nail, Fighter. Mm-hmm. And but it's confusing because of Locash. the Fighters with Locash. I have a Locash hat on, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Which, uh, those are my dudes. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. I, I love those dudes. And they love this life. Um, <laughs> uh, David Nail's, I listened to a little bit. I don't like Chris Young, so I don't listen to his stuff. But <laughs> I, he sings like awesome. Like mm-hmm. one of the best vocalists oh, in yeah, the entire genre. You know, he's a trained uh, classical singer. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. We played with him in Virginia Beach. We played a festival, and there were like five acts, and we were the fourth act, and he was the fifth act. And it was like 40, 50,000 people. And I hung around and listened to him. Like, he's really good as a singer. Mm-hmm. Personally, we don't get along. That's mm-hmm. a whole different thing. But, <laughs> yeah, but he's like fantastic. Yeah. And until people see him in the. Let me ask you a question about people like Chris Young mm-hmm. or Billy Currington or. I, there are a few of these guys who have a ton of hits, but they can walk down the street and nobody will – they won't get recognized by anyone. Mm-hmm. What is it that they need to do in your opinion? I don't know that it's something they need to do. I mean maybe they like not being recognized. I think if there's – Everybody keeping, wants to – if you're like singing on headlining stages, you Well, it's like any that. actor that stays out of the headlines a lot. You know, there's major stars that give me, give me are one. out of – Give me one. You can't because they stay out of the headlines. So yeah, you could have got me with that's that. That's true. I'm but just saying. Just, they keep their personal life separate and don't post and do crazy things. You don't have to, though. You have to put your personal life out there to be like what's like a Sam Hunt. Mm-hmm. We don't crap about Sam. I do, luckily. <laughs> but we don't, really, we don't crap about Sam. Mm-hmm. Church? What do we know about Eric Church? He's got two kids and they're really cute. But nothing. <laughs> exactly. But he hides it. Mm-hmm. You got to be mysterious or you got to be out there. Because it's like, the, I feel like Billy, for example, is so good. But Billy just don't care. Billy doesn't care. Mm-mm. Billy disappears and he's like, I'm put out whatever songs. He's on the island and then I'm a good done. Time. His name is Billy the Coconut Man on Instagram or something <laughs> like that. Like he came in the other day and I was like, again, I was like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. I get why girls are so into you. I was like, first of all, you're ripped. Second of all, there's something mysterious. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that you're way smart or maybe the opposite, of whatever it is. Like I'm in, like I get it. And he goes and climbs. He makes and he, really good eye contact too, which I think is maybe what, that's what it is. I think that's what it is because I thought he came into our office as well and played a game on Facebook Live with us, and I think that's what it is. Maybe He's, he just focuses so much mm-hmm. that you feel like he cares. Yeah, Garth does that. Mm-hmm. Garth is great. Garth leaves, and you're like, oh, Garth and I are best mm-hmm. friends now. Yeah. The for like for sure you would be, oh, yo, mm-hmm. yeah 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 hey Garth friend hey Mike I just met Garth <laughs> uh, we're gonna have dinner next week or something. So yeah, Garth's great. Okay, mm-hmm. albums. Uh, let's go to. Of 2016, you had to pick a few songs that kind of just crashed into the scene. We're like, boom, where would you go song-wise? Uh, Think of You, Chris Young, probably. Think of You, the one with Kim Cassidy? Mm-hmm. Uh, Marin, obviously. She came out of nowhere and just killed it. Yeah, Marin's a good... I mean, she's been working here for a long time, but... But not as an artist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, been lucky enough to get to know Marin for a while. It, I'll form relationships with artists if I, like, get them early and then back them because then they're like, oh, thank you, and then we kind of work together. Mm-hmm. So with Marin, again, I got lucky with Marin because she was going to do it with or without me. She was that good. And so we had Marin on way before she had anything even to buy, and it's been crazy. And it's a testament of anything can happen in 18 months. Like, just start it. Mm-hmm. 
Whatever it is your dream is, you just have to start it mm-hmm. and then go get it because she's done. She's now the biggest, the most awarded thing in our format in the past year. Mm-hmm. I mean, CMAs, Grammy nominations. It's, I mean, it, it's really fantastic for her and for women in country music. Yes. Which is really starting to not be such a thing anymore. You're seeing a lot of this all dudes slowly, sh- which we knew would happen. Everything's cyclical. We knew it was going to happen, but who was going to lead it? And we finally see who the leader is. Mm-hmm. Marin came in and kicked the door down. Yep. You had some that were kind of pecking on the door, doing a great job. Kelsey was doing a great job. Yep. A little too pop to really kick in the country door. You know, her Taylor Swift affiliations and a lot of that keeps the real country people from going, this is our ambassador. Mm-hmm. But Marin was like, F it. Boom. Yep. Here, here I am. Locked it down. And a story about Marin is that she took her, her record, So I Hear, so I hear this is all hey, all legend, Mike. Okay, allegedly. Allegedly. Marin took a record and was like, I don't know that there's a good single on this, but I'm really proud of this project. And said, and there it is. And next thing you know, it was boom, boom, boom. And the whole the whole record is great. Mm-hmm. But anyway, enough. Well, give me another song. I don't care. You talking about Christian. I like Christian. I love Cassidy. So I, I like to see Cassidy. I don't know. There's been a lot of like album cuts that I've really enjoyed. Okay, give me one. Like, give, give me one cool girl with the yeah. album cuts. Oh, oh well, boy. Well, Cassidy Pope's EP yeah. was awesome. Um, and the Kisses at Airport song makes what? me cry every single time I hear it. What's that one about? I got to pull that one up. She, um. Kisses think, at Airport? Yes. And like, there's like a verse in it where she talks about a soldier coming home and like greeting his family at the airport. Oh, and everyone's Kisses watching. At yes. Got it. And. Obsessed with that. I cry every time I hear it. Really? I really enjoy Cassidy. I love her. She's, yeah, the, she's, she's a just... fantastic mm-hmm. person. You don't know if it's hello or goodbye. What kind of tears they are when they get cried. Oh, you know somebody's coming or leaving. I'll, I'll try to hold this together. Don't really matter. Whatever the reason, something about him gets me every time. Kisses at airports by open car doors. So slow to let go. Wrapped up with eyes closed. So mean I'm Everything. That's a good one. Give me one more song. Anything Brett Young, the whole EP. Boy, you just love you some I Brett do. Young, don't I you? I really do. I can't tell you how many times I listen to that EP over and over. So I'm thrilled about this? that album. I don't know. Maybe I'll have a little talk with them. <laughs> so, you, anything off the Brett Young, the Cassidy stuff, mm-hmm. Marin, Chris, and Cat. I mean, I guess you're a Cassidy fan, huh? I do like Cassidy a lot. I've seen her live a couple times this year. She's one of the elite vocalists. Mm-hmm. And this is a talent of elite vocalists, but she's one of those. And again, she came out and opened some shows for us too, which, and she's play. and we, I've also got to sing. The weird thing is I get to sing with some of these people and mm-hmm. I can't sing at all. No singing talent at all, but I get to sing with Carrie and Cassidy and Natalie Stovall and these huge vocalists. And 
Lauren Elena, by the way, who's oh my gosh, she's incredible, incredible, and can sing with anybody. Mm-hmm. Anybody, I don't care who you put her up against; she can sing with anybody. Oh yeah, but it's that tier of who else would you put in that top tier of vocalists? Because there are a lot of great singers, and some of them aren't known for just their vocal ability. But I'll put we'll, we'll just add. We'll take turns. Ready? Until we run out. Jeez, mm, David Nail. Surprisingly, really great. Mm-hmm. He came in and did. In was the, it the sound of a million dreams that he had a couple years ago? That song, um, I can't remember what album it was on, but that song just highlights how amazing his vocals are. For me, I need to see them because mm-hmm. I know how studios work, mm-hmm. and you can make anybody sound pretty good in yeah. the studio. Like Lindsay Lohan had an album. Well, even seeing him live do it. Oh yeah, yeah. He did in the ghetto for us. Mm-hmm. He never played it before until he came on our show, and. I was like, what in the world? Where did this voice come from? But yeah, really good, right? He also has a record, a song on his record with the Brothers Osborne. Yes. David Nelson. That was on my list. It was it? It's a, <laughs> yes. it's a fantastic song, too. Yeah, good at tonight. Yeah. Uh, okay, David Nell. Uh So we've said Lauren and Cassidy. I mean, you, you have to put Stapleton in there because nobody sings like yeah, Chris. Absolutely. He's distinct and he's really strong. Mm-hmm. All right, you're up. Mickey Guyton for me. I That's didn't know that. She came out and sang with us in Tampa. She did mm-hmm. a couple fl- – and I was like, what the – holy cow. She has a huge voice. I love her, and she's just the sweetest person. Mickey, I'm going to go Cam. Yeah. Distinct, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Cam. Oh, god. Anybody else we're putting on the elite vocalist list? I want Trisha on there. You know, but – yeah, we've known Trisha. I know. But okay, I'm going to put Celine one? Dion on there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean um, – we don't have to put any more on there. There's our top ten or so right there. We haven't put many guys on there. I know. Who do you, best? Chris Young is on the best guy singer list, mm-hmm. like by far vocals. Like yeah, uh, Chris Young. I really like T.J. Osborne's voice. I think he's got a very distinct he type does. of voice. Yes, he does have a very distinct. And voice. they actually sound a lot alike when they're speaking. Both of them. They do. <laughs> they do. Um, we have a uh, well. I guess Mike left. I think my dog was crying. Did, did you meet my dog? When no. You he, most, I plan on becoming best friends with your dog. Well, and he would. Over. He would sit right in your lap the whole time. But when you came in, you had dark clothes on, which means white dog sheds all over dark clothes. I would not fight it. Mm. I would fully when accept it. When we're done here, you and the dog can be BFFs. Yes. But when we're done. Okay. All right. Uh, so, okay, we did that. I think people always want to know which artists really are awesome. Mm-hmm. And we, we won't talk about artists that aren't. Mike, we're going to go to commercial for a second. All right, let's take a second and go to, go to this quick thing. Looking for the perfect gift this season? Want to avoid the malls and lines this year? Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks and how, for only $49.99, you can get my family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code BONES in the search bar. That's 77% off. For less than $50, you get two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, a 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha Steak seasoning packet, plus get four additional kielbasa sausages free. All of this for less than $50. If you're looking for convenient and quick shopping for those on your list, go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code BONES in the search bar, add the family gift pack to your cart, and get a 77% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. All right, we're back. So what people want to know a lot of times is, like, who are the mean ones? I don't care to talk about the mean ones. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the awesome ones. Okay. 
awesome people that come in and they're as legit as they are on TV and they sound on the radio. Let's go back and forth. Awesome artists. Go ahead. Claire Dunn. Uh, Little Big Town. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, they've been so good. It's so nice so many times. I didn't believe it was real for a long time. Yeah. I was like, there's no way they're this nice. Every time, like 30 times. They're and, just wonderful. And, and I've gotten to know them on a personal basis too. Anytime I hear Kimberly Slavin sing, like talk at all, I just start giggling because she's just the cutest and I just love her. Yeah. you. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. As and all four of them are nice. They, yes. they don't all like. Let's just do the average. One of them needs to be a real jerk, <laughs> so I feel better about it. One, of the, like one of them can be a jerk. If seventy five percent of the band's awesome, they it's, win. It's the fifth member. We just haven't heard about them. Oh, the fifth member, Pedro. <laughs> they, you know what? They kicked him out because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't like Mexican dudes in country, Mike. Dang. Just so you know, yep, Pedro, of little big town, got kicked <laughs> out, dude. Uh, okay, you're up. Ryan Hurd. Oh, yeah, Ryan's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, and people don't know Ryan yet, and Ryan won't have music till like, May, like, real mm-hmm. music, except for, like, online. Ryan's done th- this before, and, yeah, I like that guy. Mm-hmm. I think he can have – people can think the wrong thing about him because he's so laid back mm-hmm. and nice. I think sometimes people will be like, oh, you're too good. Yeah. And it's not that at all. It's just – he's just like, hey, man. I had a great talk with him when I went up to Chicago for Country Lake Shake, and he – like, at the end, he thanked me for asking, like, certain questions. He's like, thanks for letting me talk about that. And he's tweeted us later. And he's like, thanks for just letting me ramble about random things for. He's an artist. Things. He's great. I mean, there are artists and mm-hmm. then they're like, you get deep into someone's mind. You're like, whoa, it's really mm-hmm. weird in here. Yeah. I mean, that's right. And I like yeah. Ryan a lot. Um, I think he's going to have a tough time at first being Marin's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Because now that she's blown up, that's what everyone's regardless of what he has. And he's now dating the current r- biggest rising star in our format. Yep. And everybody's going to ask him about that all the time. Oh, yeah. And he knows that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be weird for him for a bit. But uh, is it my turn? I mean, Keith Urban is fantastic. And I and I think Keith used to not be fantastic a long mm-hmm. time ago. And he went through a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. And I think he's come out the other side of it. And I was like, wow, I should appreciate what I have. Yep. Because this is crazy that I made it through. Keith told me that once he, didn't, he doesn't remember four years of his life. Wow. Back when he was That's doing. crazy. When he was going crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Nice person list. Drew Baldridge is also a new one who we've also really enjoyed getting to know and talk to. No, 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 Drew. I, I saw it. I've seen his song up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, Drew. He's got a new one, Rebound, that's out. But the first one that came out was really great. He's he sent me a, a basketball. Nice he sent me a basketball hoop, didn't he? Yeah. I think he sent oh, it to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, here's your oh, pro- promotional <laughs> toy, a basketball goal that you're going to break and throw away in five minutes. Uh, Eric Pasley, mm-hmm. Chris Jansen. Those are all my friends. Kelsey. These are all my friends, though. So I have to say them because if they're listening – and Kelsey and Marin are coming in in early January at the same time. I was like, can we not spread these out? But they want to do them. They're my friends. Cassidy's great. Man, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Because if we leave anybody off, who else are you thinking? I put Sam. Sam's always been really nice. Yeah, Sam's really nice. Sam is so quiet that mm-hmm. I think some people, and he, he just drops back. Honest to God, Sam could just write songs and be happy. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have to perform. I think he likes the money. Oh, probably. Because you yeah, can live a better life, and you can. He's very loyal to his band members too. Mm-hmm. Like that is one loyal guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's really. Yeah. Really. And he cool. gives like really well thought out answers when you ask him things, and when he, he come, when he finally comes around, mm-hmm. he's had time to think of those answers. Yeah. Hmm. Anybody else, Mike? We put on the nice list. Anybody uh, that's come Ray through Lynn. here, yeah. like like the low cash guys are awesome. Oh yeah, they're great. Uh, Jansen's awesome, but it's hard to put friends on there. Uh, how about what else we got, Mike? Year end, year end review. What's a 
You've been to a lot of shows this year? Do you go to all the shows? I have been to a lot of them, not all of them. Did you go to watch Luke on this tour? The Kill the Lights show with I Little went, Big Town? I actually went to Kill the Lights. No, I didn't go to Kill the Lights. I went to Farm Tour the night he broke his collarbone. <gasps> you were there that mm-hmm. night? So had, he, he rode the bike and he came out with a sling. Yep. We talked to him maybe an hour before the accident because we were doing a video segment of his tour and didn't know if he would actually be going on stage that night because they rushed him to the hospital and were standing around waiting to hear any news about what had just happened. And he went out and killed it. No, I don't think he had a sling on that night. He had a sling on the next night, but he kept, he held his arm really still. Yeah, and just owned it. That's a guy that I don't think people appreciate his musical ability, mm-hmm. and some of it falls onto him because he's so he can go anywhere the format goes. Okay, you want him to grind? Great. You want him to sit down and play piano? Great. You want him to do a a, a song about living in the country? Great. Mm-hmm. He can adapt to anything. Yeah, and I've seen Luke just sit at a piano and just. Go to town. His first album still my favorite. The old school. Mm-hmm. That's a long time ago. I know. What were you, like one? No. Were you, like, <laughs> coming out of the womb screaming, ah, Luke Bryan, boom, boom, ah. <laughs> The first time I went to a club, actually, was when he was having his album release party. We had no idea who he was. Walked in, and they're like, oh, there's a show tonight, and hand out, handed out CDs for free. And he was releasing the album that night. Really? Mm-hmm. In Florida? Yep. Who did you see back in the day in Florida that came through that now you're like, that was really cool that I saw them early? Um, I don't know that I necessarily saw a lot of people early. Um, I saw like Rascal Flats and Brooks and Dunn at the Dallas Bowl, which is a small line. I dance played club. the bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a club. Yeah, it holds about two twenty five hundred or yeah. so. They would play at the amphitheater right down the street, and then they'd go over there after and play more really? songs there. Yeah, I can't believe the Flats played the Dallas Bowl. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were just bored. Maybe, maybe they didn't want to close the night yet. <laughs> you know what? Well, my nights end. I'm done. But I also do a morning show, so I'm yeah. like, at the end of You've the night. You've got an excuse. <laughs> so, what do you guys do? It sounds like Nashville. Like, what's the goal? We just want to keep everyone as updated with what's going on in country music as we can, um, and we're also trying to spread it internationally. We've got a few territories that are launched. We're in the UK, Ireland. We're in Canada right now. What do you mean launched? You have to um, like have your domains set up like sounds like national.co.uk so we've got you can't everybody just can't come to .com they can but it's it's you can target i guess better based on the country and obviously those countries know like netherlands is .nl or something so they know like that kind of thing so we're launching in a few more territories next year and we're just hoping to keep spreading country music globally Look at you guys. You going to Japan? God, I hope. That'd be awesome. I to I'm Japan. hoping to go to Australia to... at some point. You mean to put the site or you, your body? Both. Which we'll first? definitely have the site there yeah. first. But <laughs> Have you heard Nikita Carmen sing? Yes. She's like a I've little... Because I've been to a couple of your shows this She's year. She's like a little angel that sings. I'm, I adore her. She's wonderful. She came to our office a couple months ago. Girls adore her. her and guys want to hook up with her. Mm-hmm. It's the weird... It's hard to be in that spot yeah. to where girls don't hate you or if guys want. But, yeah, and she's awesome, mm-hmm. and she's a real fantastic person. And she's just figuring out kind of what she's, label mm-hmm. she wants to. And that was a weird story. Like, I'm, I met her on Skype and was like, you have to move out of here mm-hmm. like, right, right now. And she was like, what? <laughs> I'd never met her before. And I was like, we need a girl to go on tour with us for a mm-hmm. while. And then now it, it got to the point where I was like, Nikita, you have to go to your own thing. And she just still does shows with us some, mm-hmm. but she opens shows, and it's like, you're so good, you can't just be a raging idiot forever, because this is a joke. Like, yeah. this is for fun, and we do charity stuff, and whatever, 
but you have to go do so she's coming out and she's opening and walker hayes is playing a full set and i'm doing stand-up for january through may but she's very distinct Mm -hmm. and distinct people they always have a shot most of them don't make it but distinct people always have a shot and when they do hit it they hit it hard Mm -hmm. because if your distinct sound makes it people love you yep but she's such a little singer songwriter too it's um because she lived with me for like kind of i mean i didn't see her but she lived when i was downtown for like three months mm-hmm. she would just go away and write songs forever and i would come home and go to bed and then i would every five days so i'd be like you good i'm good i'm just playing sparkle i'm going to write some songs <laughs> all right and then finally she moved out and the rest is just whatever so well that's cool you guys are expanding and do you have clothes yet? Not yet. Oh, Hopefully you got to get into the apparel know, game. That's where it is. Hopefully next year will be the year. Man. So sounds like Nashville. What's your big story right now? Do you know it? It's got to be end of year stuff, We're right? We're doing a lot of end of year stuff. The list where people click like crazy. And, and if you mm-hmm. make a list of like artists of the United you know, they all share it. And mm-hmm. it's like, boom, link, 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 link. Yeah. Like I joked on the air that I was going to do the 2017 best new artists of 2017 just because they'd all share the link. And mm-hmm. I would have so many hits on the website. Oh, yeah. I just got to go find 2017 artists. Mm-hmm. Don't steal my idea well, for 2018. It's yours. It's because yours. <laughs> that's a lot. Do you get bonused on your on your web hits? And if you do like extra. um, Not really. I mean. They're like, hey, Lauren, fantastic story. Here's some. T- By the way, Lauren wrote me Tootsie Rolls. Ugh. You're welcome. No, because I'll eat all of them. But if you write, like, what's the biggest story you've ever put out? I don't know that I could tell you. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. You gotta be I don't see the numbers a lot. Digging for dirt. You need to be the person that's just typing for dirt all day. You type all day. Mm-hmm. What'd you type today? I typed a lot of stuff today. Like, what did I type today? I don't know. Check soundslikenashville.com and then you'll see well, whatever ch- we type You know what today. I do? I follow the socials more than anything. Mm-hmm. I think which most people do. Yeah. Now it's it's a social media yeah. world. I typed about Lindsay L. going on tour with Brad Paisley. Yeah, they're going on tour together, mm-hmm. which is cool. That's a fascinating little relationship there because Brad, whom I've known for a long – I've known Brad longer than Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Brad's really hard to impress. He's been around. He's been entertainer of the year. He's done it all. And he called Lindsay once. And this is when Lindsay and I were together. I was like, hey, I need someone to fill in for a show. And she was like, oh, cool. I'll just run my trio. And then he had her come out and do one song. He was like, hey, why don't you do another show with us? And then he had her play again. He was like, hey, I'm going to bring you out to her. She was like, oh, okay. So now, <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy thing. Yeah. Um, he's, he's great. Yeah. he's Brad's really smart. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys you have to, like, get ready. If, if I'm going to sit down with Brad, i got to be on my toes. Yeah. Because he's witty and I mean, he's sarcastic, and you just got to kind of know who you're mm-hmm. messing with. But yeah, Brad, Brad was my very first ever major, like superstar guest. First guest ever was Jansen, Chris Jansen, and then after that, it was Brad Paisley. I think he was one of the first that really acknowledged us back when we were Country Music is Love. Um, we had met him at, the t- at a Tampa show that he played, and we were driving home, and all of a sudden, Twitter started blowing up, and he went out and tweeted us because we had mentioned, and he's like, yeah, I know the site. And just out of nowhere, like, we didn't ask him, we didn't say anything he just went out and tweeted us and said some really nice things and ever since then i mean just as a person i've been a really huge fan of his just for that so that he's, dude he's a good guy he's i saw he made 18 million dollars this year today i know right <laughs> it's like i luke made 50 million it's like i have people on my crazy. phone that i could call right now that made 50 million dollars this year that's crazy to me 
I made $50 million. I didn't think, Louis don't give me any of his money. I don't even go hang out. I do hang out. I've hung out with Brad a few times on a personal level. I try not to hang out. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel that at all or are you just friendly with everybody? Well, I don't really hang out with a lot of them outside. Like if I see him at shows or anything, I'll talk to him a little bit. But a lot of them we don't really hang out with. Do they ever say, Lauren, come hang out? Not yet. Oh, <laughs> you'll get there. That's my phone constantly. Let's hang out. Oh, what Garth? Uh, what George guy. Strait? Oh, your job is so. Tough. What's that? <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming and hanging out. Thank you so much. What, for what else us. do you have on your notes? I'm curious to see what else you wrote. What else oh, were, were you prepared for? And just in case. Well, I went to a few really cool concerts this year. Tell me, give me that one. What George else? Strait and Green Hall was the highlight for me. In New Braunfels, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like Green Hall. For those that don't know, is like. A country music mecca for Texas. Mm-hmm. And it's like an hour north of where George Strait lives in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So it's like a home show for him in a pretty tiny little club. He hadn't played there since 1982, I think they said. Wow. So you got to go to that because you're cool? Like one of those special yeah. um, cool one of those special invites? special people, yeah. But, it was no. super exclusive. So you go in well, – and so he played – He played almost two hours, and I think I stood maybe almost as far as I am from you, about 10 feet or so, like five feet – and just watched the entire show right from there. And he had a bunch of family and friends in there, um, a few other media partners. And it That's was just, cool. It was a really cool show. Do you know, here's the problem with a lot of artists don't like to, uh, of mainstream country artists. And I, I lived in Texas the last 12, 13 years. And I have mm-hmm. friends that do Texas country. And I have friends that do Nashville country. And there's this big right in the middle of it. because And... Nashville artists don't want to go play Texas mm-hmm. because a lot of the Texas artists make people in Texas feel like if you support these Nashville artists and you're not one of us, mm-hmm. it's a it's an awful divide that I wish didn't exist, and it does. And sometimes you see people cross over, and I hate to even say cross over. It should just be something, and and it shouldn't be two different things. It should just be part of the group. Yeah. Like everybody has their own place, and then the best of all places should be able to like be on the radio. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you come from. If you're the if your song your Texas country song is amazing, it should go on the radio. Like I like. I don't even want to go into that, like, <laughs> but like, I love Granger and Granger yes. and I knew each other back in Austin because mm-hmm. he lives outside of Austin just a bit. And I was there for 12, 13 years. And so Granger is a good, is good a dude as you're going to find as a, him and his brother, both and his brother's his manager. And you know, Granger was getting a lot of hate when he came to Nashville and signed mm-hmm. a deal because like, Oh, you don't want to be a Texas country artist. He's like, no, no, I still do. But I would also like to expand nationally and take what I'm doing to more people, and they held and they held it against them for a mm-hmm. while. I think they're kind of over it now. Some some of the artists aren't. Yeah, they're grudgeful because they. Do you know how many artists? And I'm not gonna name any names. There are Texas country artists that secretly come to Nashville and try to get signed all the time, and they go back to Texas and go, Nashville sucks. Yet they're here <laughs> on the down low trying mm-hmm. to get signed all the time. I just wish people would be open and honest about it. Yep. Uh, so Grant, like Eli Young Band, they had to go through that. Mm-hmm. They were a Texas country band who came over and crossed over. You know, Pat Green did it for a bit and kind of went back. Um, so, yeah, that's an interesting dynamic to me. And two that I wish were together because I just know both sides. Mm-hmm. Like, you're all good people. Yeah. And you just all have good, good and sucky music. Like, <laughs> on there's good music on both sides. And some of it sucks on both sides. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. So, okay, what other show you've been to that's cool? Um, I got to go um, on a carnival cruise with Sam Hunt, which is why I couldn't come the first time. I to thought you were Bobby sick. Cast. No. Uh, I know. I already left the cruise and come and been here. <laughs> I know. I already had a prior commitment. Otherwise, you I would have been here. You went on a here. carnival. 
Your job lets you do a lot of cool stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. It's really cool stuff. I also got to go to the Funny and Alone tour, which was, I mean, it was all right. That, was, that, 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 wasn't, <laughs> that, that wasn't funny. Listen, I'm going to talk about this for a second. I was like, I told Mary Forrest, you know Mary Forrest, mm-hmm. my manager. And I was like, I want to go secretly do two shows in Nashville. This theater all like 300. I want to do two shows. And I just want to go work new material. I don't want anybody coming that knows. Nobody covering it. She's like, well, it sounds like – I was like, oh, I like them. So you can't say no. <laughs> and so I was in this weird place where I wanted to go out and do all this untested stuff, which means fail a lot. But it was not bad. It was, it was hilarious. It put me in a weird place that people wanted to <laughs> – uh, and I was like, oh. But Next time you can tell us not to come. It was, I, I will never tell you not to come. <laughs> but I wanted to go to you guys and be like, okay, listen. I'm going to try some material that I haven't tried yet, which means there's going to be some that doesn't work. Don't judge me. <laughs> and I appreciate the article that you wrote because you said it was fine. It was great. <laughs> you did say it. It's a, very, it's a very nice article. I appreciate that. I was one of those times I was glad you weren't like real critical because I was like, <laughs> I was like, let's be critical about everybody but me. That would be, yeah. But that – and. But then all the you know all the all of you guys left, and for the second show there was there was no press, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, no, we were there. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm no, kidding. No. <laughs> hey, listen, what's been written's been written. We can't change that. Um, but yeah, that was a fun. Okay, what else did you go to? Give me one more cool event you went to. The Luke Farm Tour when he broke his collarbone. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, but the crowd was like super into it because mm-hmm. they knew Luke was like putting it out there for him. Well, they didn't even know at the time, really. I mean, aside from seeing that he was holding his arm, because they had really just announced it and the service out there wasn't great. So it's not like people could check I Twitter think and about see that. that. That's right. Because yeah, you're in the middle of the farmland, nothing, you can't have any service out there. So aside from that, I mean, people really didn't know until he said something three songs in about, about his collarbone being broken. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. No mm-hmm. service. If you had to pick. Who is 2016's, like, you know, time has the most interesting person. 2016, country music's most interesting person. Um, Carrie Underwood. Why? Because between her tour and her album and doing all the amazing, incredible things that she's done. And I really wanted her to do CMA Entertainer. Wanted her to take it. But I'm glad she was nominated. I'm glad she got female vocalist. The female vocalist was a big thing. Big thing. I think she deserved... A few of them deserved for that entertainer of the year. Oh, yeah. it, it, it was a it tough been category hard to argue for sure. Luke, Carrie, or Garth, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Those were the three that if they won, you just gotta be like, All right, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Um so you go Carrie. Mm-hmm. I think I go Dirks. I because could, I, would, I would agree with that. I wouldn't fight you there. This was a year that Dirk separated from the B plus crew mm-hmm. and went up into the A minus crew. Mm-hmm. And that A crew's hard to get into. And he's up in the A crew mm-hmm. now. And so not only did he co-host the ACMs, he had multiple number ones. He put out an album that was really critically acclaimed. Um, I would go Dirk because I think it was a fantastic year for him. And he's a really – he's a friend of mine. He's a really interesting guy. But the fact that he was able to expand his brand – and, you know, Dirk is 42 years old. Mm -hmm. And right now he's hitting it. Yeah. And it just shows if you could just grind – the Little Big Town guys are a prime example of that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they just were grinding it for years and years, and they finally hit. Finally got it. And now they're here. Mm-hmm. And they got another smash with this Taylor Swift song, which, by the way, I wish they would have never said she wrote that. It ruins it for them because every time people hear that song, they just think, I wonder who Taylor's singing about. Is it Calvin Harris? Is it? Yeah. Well, that's why they waited to announce it for a few days. But a few days? No, we have to I wait, wait till the song's get number one yeah. or if it's about to die, and you, you use it then. Mm-hmm. But I, I think now they're they're good. Yeah. So, 
Well, did you, are you, do you feel good about this whole thing? I feel a lot better than I did when I walked in here. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'm glad you came in. Thanks for having me. Thanks uh, for tracking me down finally. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> we're freaking, Ricky Skaggs wants to come in, but we can't get Lauren <laughs> from, sounds like Nashville to come in. Um, you're, you're Sam hunting us? Worked out. Made us that more interested this time. Well, thank you. Well, I hope you guys have an awesome 2017. I'll be checking this out. And you can go to soundslikenashville.com. It is by far one of my favorite blogs. I would say my favorite, but then I don't want to bring somebody else in and then have to say that. You know, it's a, it is one of my favorite, if not my favorite. That um, and also the socials are great too. Well, we appreciate all your support. Can we you really do, do one bad story a month? Like, be critical of somebody <laughs> once a month. Will you write it? Oh well, no, I can't. Cause my company would get mad. They like me to be critical on my website because yeah. they know it dra- creates drama. Um, but. Okay, once every quarter. We'll settle we'll, that. We'll try. Call somebody's album a piece of crap. <laughs> we have a guy that works with us named Zach Massey who is – I love this guy. And he's a digital – he does the digital and he's like a jack of all trades. But he mm-hmm. does the digital for the entire company, our country, and he does a lot with the show. And he's fantastic. Like one, literally one of the best I've ever seen do what he does. Do you know Zach Massey at all? I know the name. Tall guy, know. black hair. You'll see him if you know him. Uh, you'd know him. Whatever. <laughs> so anyway <laughs> – he uh, he goes and covers events, mm-hmm. a lot of events and a lot of artists, CD releases and album releases and oh, this is so miserable. And he goes and everything's so wonderful. And I'm like, dude, will you please just tweet about how one sucks, how you're at somebody's premiere. You're like, oh, man, <laughs> I, I'm here. Give me a, just say an artist name, Mike. If I put my own in, someone's going to get mad. Any artist? Uh, Pick an artist. David Nell. David Nell. I'm here at the new David Nell album premiere. Man, this thing sucks. <laughs> I was like, dude, if you do that, I'll give you $100. I also told Lindsay, because she gets asked by everybody, who are your guitar influences? And I said, I will give you $100 if on a place, a little bit of this. Because I think, you know, artists have their questions they get asked all the time. Mm-hmm. And they get media trained. And my goal is to break them from the media training when they come on my show. It's like my goal is to get them out of their comfort zone to where they're so comfortable. I don't make them uncomfortable. But I want her to be so comfortable. So what happens is you go in, you do these interviews, and everybody asks the same question, like, what guitar players did you look up to? And, you know, her answers are Keith Urban and John Mayer and Paisley and even some of the old school guys. Like, I know her answers because she gets asked it a hundred times. I told her, let me find a song here. Mike, do you know where I'm going with this? I think so. I told her, I said, hey, listen, next time someone asks you that, I will give you $100 if in the middle of it you have to – you have to sandwich it because you can't put it at the beginning or the end. If you put in Dimebag Daryl from Pantera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Pantera is a death metal band, right? Like, this song's called Cowboys from Hell. Here. His name's Dimebag Daryl. It's like a bag of weed. I've never smoked weed in my life, but still, I think that's a funny name, right? And so, here we go. So, if they're like, so, Lindsay, who's your favorite? Well, you know, I was um, really inspired by Keith Urban, Brad Paisley, Dimebag Daryl, Chet Atkins. I was like, if you ever fit that interview, $100. <laughs> just say down back there and don't, don't acknowledge it. Just get it over with. So those are the funny bits. We'll ask her next time we talk to her. Oh, dude, do it for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Do you know Dimebag Girl was killed on stage? I didn't. Do you know anything about Pantera? Mm-mm. I don't either, really, because I don't listen to that music. It makes me want to kill somebody. But <laughs> I, they were big in the 90s. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. And so that was too hard for me. Um, I was more into the... Lubega. Yeah. <laughs> the Mambo number fives of the world. And so, but 
uh, he was on stage. He was playing a show, and some guy came up and started shooting and shot and killed him on stage. It's crazy. And he's a really amazing guitar player, too. I've watched some wow. of his videos. But he shot him on stage. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. And it's another person got shot, too, but I don't know if he died or not. Mike, did you know, do you like Pantera? You're a, I listened to him like way early on when I was learning how to play guitar. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So you know who Dimebag Daryl is? Yeah, I remember when he died. Yeah, right? Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, I hate to end it on such a crazy thing. But yeah, that, that was that. Uh, Laura, what else do you have on your notes? Anything else we should have covered? That's it. We got it. Are you sure? All, this, all the notes are checked off. All right. I'm glad we got to cover <laughs> them all. Thanks for coming in. I encourage everybody to check out Sounds Like Nashville and follow them on socials. And uh, I like the web pieces that you guys do off to the side. Thank those are my favorite things. We appreciate Because I, I like those ones. I like those ones. Hey, I like those ones. I like those funny internet things you do. Or you make people do funny country things. All right, Mike, what episode is this? 28. All right, what's your uh, uh, Twitter name? Lauren L. What Mine's Laura Laugh, L-A-U-R-L-A-F-F-1. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Laura, L-A-F-F-1. L-A-U-R-L-A-F-F-1. Got, it. Got that, Mike? Got it. All right. Uh, and sounds like Nashville.com. Mike Distro, M I K E D E E S T R O. Mike Distro, that's our producer. Mike, anything for Lauren before we go? Like, what's your biggest satisfaction that you get out when you put something out? Hey, like, you're, what? You're, you've written something <laughs> and you put it out there. Like, what's. Like, what do you like to get out of an article? Like, what do you. I appreciate when people write back to us and say they enjoyed it, say they read it pipe in with their own opinion but you don't look at numbers at all you don't i like, don't see the numbers my editor and the rest of the team look at the numbers i hate other just, people's yeah. opinions <laughs> <laughs> when people write their opinions are never good if people t- if I talk to people they're always fantastic i don't mm-hmm. mind their opinion. Whew, people write they write some nasty stuff on but, facebook yeah oh yeah they're awful on facebook facebook's like a bunch of heathens it's oh, like yeah. okay i'm gonna give you a facebook account do you promise to go online and be a total mm-hmm. jerk to everyone i do okay here's your password mm-hmm. like that's basically what facebook is yep Facebook sucks. <laughs> yeah. I go through and I'm like, do you really write these things? Do you talk to your family like this? No, they don't. Like, but they yeah. get on a freaking computer mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're uh, 10 feet tall. And... Yeah. Do you watch Westworld? I don't. I heard it's good. Man. You know, do you do anything fun? No. What's your hobby? <laughs> <laughs> I like to go home after work and yeah? watch TV. I don't watch any of the shows you watch clearly. Man, do you watch uh, Designated Survivor? Dang. No. Oh, dang. You watch Game of Thrones? No. No. What do you watch? What's your number one show? You get one show to watch. You watch This Is Us? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yes. It's fantastic, right? Yes. And it's nominated for Golden Globe, and I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I love that show. And I was tweeting about it, and then I started following some people, and they started following me back, and they only have like 200 followers. Uh-huh. And that's when you get excited, when they don't have 10,000 followers. That's how I was when Once Upon a Time started, because like Prince it- Charming was on there, and he had no one following him. And respond to things and how that work out? I mean, it's blown up now. They're on season no, seven with or the eight. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, he's married to Snow White now. Oh, <laughs> it's that Snow White that gets you every time. That floozy. <laughs> Dang. All right, Lauren Laugh one. Uh, I'm Bobby Bones. Thank you guys. This has been the. Oh, by the way, let me ask you this real quick. Who's gonna win for? Uh, let's see here. Song of the year. Okay, hello. hello from me. Sorry about that, a little loud, a little loud for all of our ears. <laughs> all right, hello? Formation Beyonce. My daddy, Alabama. Mama, Louisiana. Lucas Graham, seven years. Seven years old. Rihanna, work. Work, 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 work. Or Twilight Pilots, stressed out. I hope Adele. I think Adele one. That was my Mike. Is that your pick too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what about new artists at the Grammys? Oh God. Like, but who do you think is going to win? Like, yeah. use logic. Not who do you want to win, 
Because I had to eliminate Marin and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're going to... Who's in it? Chainsmokers and... Yeah, it's Anderson Pock, <laughs> two's brother. Anderson Pock, two Pock related. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chance the Rapper, Marin Morris, Kelsey, and Chainsmokers. I've, I would like Marin, but I think it'll be Chainsmokers or um, Chance the Rapper. I picked Chance the Rapper just because of math. I don't think... I, oh, it's gonna, I think it's going to be tough for a pop act, like yeah. a straight pop DJ act to win. And Marin and Kelsey are, are going to cut. I think Marin gets a little more of the vote than Kelsey does because mm-hmm. you're going to have the country community backing her mostly because of what we talked about earlier. Yeah. And then I just think Chance the Rapper is mainstream enough. Mm-hmm. And Anderson Pac is not yet. I think my pick to win it is Chance the Rapper. Not my favorite, mm-hmm. but Chance the Rapper. And you pick – who do you pick? Chance I would say Chance or the Chainsmokers. Yeah. Do you listen to music outside of country? I don't a lot. I listen to a lot of old stuff. I'm about to listen to some High Valley when, as soon as you leave. I'm about to yeah, <laughs> listen to more of this. That's what sounded good, That's a good man. album. Yeah. All right, Lauren, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mike, what episode is this again for the third 28. time? 28. 28. <laughs> All right, our episode 28 with uh, Lauren from Sounds Like Nashville. We'll see you next time, guys. Thank you.